What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win, or you die. There is no middle ground. Welcome back to another episode of the Pod of Thrones. I am your king in the West, King Dino Red. And I have with me, as usual, as always, the right hand of the king, Lord Latone Hart. Ladies and gentlemen, bend a knee, bend a knee. Lord Latone is back, the Black Baratheon. And it's time to talk about the winds of winter. No, not the sixth book. We're talking about episode 10 of season six, Game of Thrones, The Winds of Winter. It was a blast. Yay, yay. Definitely a blast. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Now, every season of Game of Thrones is 10 episodes, and that seems like those are the fastest 10 weeks of the year. Yes. Yes, indeed. I mean, those weeks go by fast. I mean, I remember just thinking about Hodor. Yeah, that was yeah, that was six weeks ago. Yeah, now just think how fast seven weeks is going to go by next year. Yeah, seven weeks. But from what I'm thinking, I think every episode next year is going to be like episode ten. Like they're going to they're going to pull out all the stops. Every episode is probably going to be just action packed. Yeah, I was thinking like the last two seasons are probably going to be a lot more. Maybe not every single episode, but I was thinking that we're going to get a lot more like episode nines. I think we're going to get, you know, like at least two or three episode nines per season for the next two seasons, since they're only going to be seven. Cause I'm, I'm thinking next year might open up with them, like just full out battle. Yeah. I'm thinking at least four episodes out of the last two seasons, like at least four episodes out of seven are going to be just, just heart breaking. Like you're going to be catching your breath type episodes. Yeah, like these last two, two or three slow ones, and then the last four are going to be like bang, 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 bang. Right, right. So overall, what was your feeling about this last show? I think I know, but let me let's tell the people anyway. Oh, I, I, I was surprised. I thought it was good, man. I love a villain. I was like, <laughs> I was like, hey, whoa, yes, yeah. Sometimes I think you like the villains more than the good guys. I've always been accused, and I agree. The story sucks without a villain. I agree. That is true. You definitely need villains. You definitely need who, them. Who wants to watch Batman without the Joker? Nobody. He's just old driving around mad. True that. The villain. I think a vi- great villain makes a good story. Yeah, I agree. Rip the Ramsey. I miss you, man. Come back, Ramsey. <laughs> Rip the Joffrey, man. Your wedding was the best. The purple wedding. <laughs> yeah, man. Or before you drank the fatal drink, your wedding was the best. I mean, you were having the best time. No, that was the best part of the be- of the purple wedding. It was he when he turned purple? No, that wasn't the best. The best <laughs> was when he brought all those midgets. No, that wasn't the best. That was great. When, when he told uh, uh, Tyrion that he didn't have time to read and he cut up that book with the sword. I mean, that was that was great. <laughs> <laughs> he was on full tilt and he wasn't even drinking yet. <laughs> After having Tommen, you kind of got to miss Joffrey. Nah, I don't miss Joffrey. Really? Nah. With Tom, you don't miss Joffrey. Mm-mm. Man, you're a different cat. Y- yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. I I appreciate the bad guys and I love a good bad guy and you, a good bad guy is crucial to the story. 
but I kind of draw the line there. I don't root for them. I don't miss them when they're gone. I like to see them get theirs, you know, when it's coming, get what's coming to them. I hate that because in the real world, the villains always win. Yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> I guess that's why I watch the news. That's probably why I like it uh, in fantasy so much because the good guys always win and, and they never do in real life, so. Definitely fair. Well, let's get to it. Episode 10, the last episode of season six, titled The Winds of Winter. Why? Winter is here. here. Yes. We've been talking about it. Winter is taking forever. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. It's like a girlfriend who says, oh, I'm on my way. And you get lockjaw. Like, you're not coming. <laughs> I, I'm done. Yes. Winter has finally came. And we start this episode with no words. No words. Mm-mm. Just shots of Cersei, the Sparrow. Tommen. Tommen. Marguerite. Deceptive Baylor, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, no words. It wasn't that long, 20 minutes. It was about 18 minutes. No, it was not. It was not that long. (laughs) I've watched it three times. (laughs) Yeah, okay. I see how you watch stuff. (laughs) 18 minutes, no words. About 18 minutes, no talking. Yeah, okay. There was was no words, just music. (laughs) The best music ever. The score, yeah. the score this episode was like phenomenal. It was like I, I noticed it like normally, you know, the, the background music is just background music is just there to facilitate the story, whatever. But this this music this time, it, it, it had a remarkable way of it. It stood out, but yet it didn't stand out so much that it drew attention away from the story because you got to be careful because sometimes what's her name does that Shonda Rhimes. And uh, the when she when she with a lot of her shows like the the one with the uh, the black chick that all the black chicks like um, Carrie Washington whatever that uh, I know Lord Latone has never watched Scandal anything. Scandal on Scandal she the music that they play a lot of times uh, I think it intentionally draws attention to itself because it's 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 uh, purposely inappropriate for whatever's going on and it's and it's always and a lot of times they use like a a weird version of it and they just do weird things like they'll play a a, like they'll take a a fast song and turn it into like a slow song and vice versa it's really weird and and it's kind of jarring because it pulls your attention away from the story but this music it, it stood out but at the same time it didn't draw your attention away from the story it still enhanced the story but it was just awesome yeah and it wasn't it wasn't overbearing it was like a note here and then it was like silence like it wasn't it wasn't full you know it was like no 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 right and then so i thought that was kind of it was kind of eerie almost in a godfather-esque type of way that's really what it felt like to me yeah but yeah it was it was just great though that the piano with lots of piano and violins it was it was great man it was it was awesome I'm wondering, is this Underworld Westeros? Because why is Cersei looking like a death dealer? Where are the lichens at? Like, are, are they about to take over Flea Bottom? She's just standing there in black. And then we see your boy, Loris, the flower of sodomy. He comes into the <laughs> place and he confesses. He, t- he tells everything. I stole cable. You know, uh, I cheated on my math test. You know, I used to take take the royal d from renly uh you know i lied about it and the angry birds you know say okay we're gonna brand you we're gonna brand you on the forehead you know kind of a red state thing you know i guess it's pride month and everything but they don't want to hear that shit at the sept of baylor right and i'm kind of thinking how do the sparrows make these perfect circles with no nothing no no protractor or nothing nothing (laughs) they're they're, they really the father has really blessed them. Just freehanded. And Cersei, the queen mother, she's a no-show. Like RG3 at the BET Awards. I mean, she's just not there. And Marjorie starts wondering, why isn't Cersei or Tommen here? Mm-hmm. But the Sparrow, 
this is interesting. He's supposed to be, you know, holy and humble. This is when his hubris kind of brought him down. Because instead of thinking, maybe I made a mistake, you know, he's like, oh, the trial will go on. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, Lance, go get it. The trial. You know, he's so proud, like, it's going to happen right now. Instead of thinking, maybe Marjorie has a point, he's just so sure of himself, which is a sin. It's pride. Yeah. And it goes before an explosion. <laughs> before a big explosion. <laughs> Now, Lancel and a couple other sparrows go to get Cersei. And I'm wondering, does Lancel like little boys? Why did he chase the little boy? It never made sense why he chased the little boy down in the alley. For I, what? I think we were supposed to think that he just thought that the little boy was suspicious. But you have a goddamn job to do. Go get Cersei. Yeah, I, I agree that it doesn't make a, a whole lot of sense. But I thought maybe you could fill me in on what that was about no I, I that's all i got is that he felt like the the kid was suspicious and thought something was up something was shady with him yeah Turns i thought out he, it was king's landing how to catch a predator <laughs> like hey chris hansen lance why don't you sit down over there <laughs> chasing this little boy down the alley why are you chasing him now, Lancel's supposed to get Cersei, but she's sipping her third glass of wine harder than Kermit on Instagram. She's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, she, she knows what's up. Yep. And his pursuit leads him to following a little kid to one of the nicest microbreweries in, in Flea Bottom. I guess he thinks, you know, maybe that's some Guinness. But no, that's not Guinness. Mm-hmm. No, that's not Ecto Cooler. Mm-hmm. No, that is what we've all suspected. Or what I've suspected is wildfire. Yes, indeed. Bran saw it in his vision. We knew about it from the Blackwater in season two. The King's, the Mad King has black, what, wildfire all over King's Landing because he was going to burn it down. Right. And remember when she was talking to Kyburn about the little birds? They're right. You know, there's wildfire everywhere here. Mm-hmm. Move it all over the place. Now, while all this is happening, your boy, Pycel, he's doing his thing, you know. Doing his thug thizzle. Yep, loves him, leaves him, leaves him penniless and freezing. He's not paying these hoes. She's like, you got more money. He's like, bitch, later. He's like, yeah, look, I ain't paying for it. (laughs) I I ain't paying for it. I'm the grand maester. Get your ass out of here. You don't love me. You just love my doggy style. Exactly. You just just love my chain style. He gets a messenger. Now, all these little kids, nobody's wondering, like, where the hell are, why are all y'all little kids running around and shit? Why are you giving me messages? <laughs> he gets messages to meet the king in the basement. Okay. So he falls for the okie doke. Lancel falls for the okie doke. Lancel gets stabbed in the back. Now he can't move. Pycelle gets stabbed up by seven kids. I guess Kyber must be giving out that good candy. <laughs> he's giving out the good candy they like fuck this we going children of the corn we killing people for that what is it candy plums he gives them plums? yeah yeah man it's like crack exactly and Lancel sees a, a batch of ecto cooler with a candle in it but unfortunately he's not able to make a wish and boom that was the dopest explosion. I love how wildfire wildfire is green. It looks so cool. Yeah, it it kind of does. It was it was kind of crazy how it blew up, and Marjorie and everybody <laughs> they heard the rumble before mm-hmm. it blew up. They like they were like, oh shit! And and I wonder if the sparrow even knew what wildfire was. He might have been ignorant towards it because he didn't he didn't seem to know what was going on. No, he definitely didn't know what was going on. He's like, well, what, what's that? <laughs> and I was thinking about it. Cersei killed a lot of a lot of innocent people. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess she doesn't feel like anyone's innocent because everybody in town was throwing shit at her when she was naked walking <laughs> through the streets. So yeah. she feels like everybody there is a part of the problem. Cersei don't give a fuck. I'm not mad at her because, you know, separation of church and state. That's the Cersei <laughs> Amendment right there. <laughs> you know, you 
blow up all. Well, she didn't blow up all the sparrows. Separation of humans and life. Think about. It. <laughs> he blew up most of them, and almost most of the, the Tyrells. But there was two sparrows that went out with Lancel to get Cersei that are still out there. So you know they might try to do a little something, but they ain't probably, doing nothing. They might try. You know they might. You know Peter, Peter and uh, Paul. What's up? Apostle Peter and Paul, you know they try to you know, push <laughs> push the word along, even though you know Jesus passed away. <laughs> they might try it, you know they might try it. I doubt it. And I'm wondering, can I expect Lancel to come back? Because it looked like he he had the whole green Hulk eyes before it happened. Did maybe the gamma rays hit him, and he's just gonna Hulk up and come back? No, he's not coming back. Okay, damn. <laughs> You know, I like a, I like a comeback. Yeah, don't call it a comeback. I like a comeback. <laughs> I mean, Cersei is... <clears throat> hold on. <clears throat> Cersei is definitely the illest. I mean, she watched the Sept of Baylor crumble faster than the United Kingdom's economy after the Brexit. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Part, I mean... With that smirk then, on her face. Yeah, and then the bell flew across the town. She was really happy. Yeah, she, she was. Had, she, she almost had an orgasmic look, look on her. She was like, <sighs> like Jamie's here. Like she had a look like, mm, mm, that was good. Yeah. Like she came. She had an O. Yeah. And rip to Marjorie. I'm re- usually not that sad when certain characters, but I felt like Marjorie, I didn't want her to die. Like of all the characters that didn't need to die, I didn't want Marjorie to die. I like Marjorie. Yeah, I didn't want Marjorie to die either. Yeah, I was kind of like, damn, Marjorie was a good character. She was she was intriguing. And she played the game well, but she still lost. Played the game at the wrong time. You, you know, Cersei is Cersei is her father's daughter. She's about that, that retribution. Now she goes dark Cersei 30, waterboarding bitches with, with wine. Shame. 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 <laughs> she promised yes. her. She, she did. She promised Look, her. I killed my husband. Felt good. I fucked my brother. Felt good. I open other people's mail. <laughs> I do whatever I want. It feels good. And it felt good torturing me and starving me, didn't it? Well, this ain't going to feel good. Take this zombie dick. Yeah, man. You know, because the mountain has a reputation for brutal rape. Right. That's his Yep, that's what uh, Oberyn, Oberyn was talking about. You raped her. You murdered her. And he admitted it. He said, I raped her. I murdered her. Yeah. I banged her kid's head against the wall. <laughs> Good fuck. Nah. Now, meanwhile, all this is happening. Poor Tommen is staring at the World Trade Center in disbelief. He's looking at it like the second tower isn't going to go down. And everybody knows the second tower is about to go down. But he's just looking out the window like, huh? What what happened? And I don't know, is he upset that because Marjorie died or because he felt like he was responsible? What do you think? I think it's some of all of that. I think he definitely uh, is upset that his wife died, but I also think he feels that he knows that he, he's been a puppet and been manipulated. And yeah, because she wasn't giving him none, so he, he shouldn't have been tripping. He, he went a while without He should be off the, off of it. <laughs> Pussy withdrawal should be over. Yeah, he should be over it. <laughs> I know people looked out the window and ordered up the Brandon Stark special. I'm going to go ahead and go out this window. He made the perfect King's Landing into the concrete before below. Perfect. I mean, he fell out the window like Ric Flair. Yeah. Just face first. Took off his crown. That was kind of like the saddest suicide I've ever seen. He just really looked sad. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the end. I mean, how many people is that? That's like six to seven major characters. That died right there. Cersei even killed her uncle, Kevin Lannister, who was the hand of the king. Mm-hmm. But she never had love for him anyway. Yeah, but that's like her closest 
It's Cersei. Cersei don't give a fuck, dude. She never. Her father's you. brother. And Cersei don't care. Cersei don't care. We head to the Freys. The twins. They're having a little celebration. And Jamie just wants Walter Frey to shut the fuck up. Walter Frey's acting like he did something. He's bragging on his dick, you know, even though he went to high school with Melisandre. And he's, <laughs> Jamie's like, man, we don't really need you, you know. So shut the hell up. Meanwhile, Bron is hating because all the ladies are looking at Jamie. Bron's kind of a hater. Yep. You gonna have to try. Come on, man. Yeah, he. That's like the second episode in a row he's been hating on uh, on Jamie getting women. Got a feeling, you know, there may be some betrayal coming. Like, man, when when your boys start hating on you like that, like you better watch them. You better watch them. You want to holler at your wife or something like that. <laughs> and I'm thinking, this girl that's checking out Jamie, she's too cute to be afraid. Remember, the blackfish left the red wedding because there wasn't any fresh produce in there. Right. He was like, man, nah, all this, all this is spoiled. Nothing but mud ducks. Yeah. Mud ducks and pigeons. But she's looking like, you know, kind of cute. Kind of like a swan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we head back to the Red Keep, and Cersei finds out that Tommen has committed suicide. And Cersei, at this point, she seems about as phased as Fantasia as a book fair. She just kind of seems like... Mm. Yeah, really blasé. Like, oh, there's the last one. I knew, I knew he was going to bite it sooner or later. Yeah, it's like she knew the tr- the prophecy said all three of them would, you know, have crowns and all three of them would die. Yeah, Cersei was like, Dino Red said he wasn't going to make it out this season. Yeah. And then she dresses up like Janet Jackson in Rhythm Nation. I'm expecting four, three, two, one. I expected the beat to drop. <laughs> everything. Then we finally run into Sam and Gilly. And can I say this about Sam and Gilly? Hmm. They are the slowest travelers on the show. Yes. I mean, they are definitely doing it by donkey and carriage. Everybody else has a moped. A, or teleportation. A helicopter, something. <laughs> they are definitely old school with it. Like hiking. They got to camp out, sleep in the forest overnight. But they finally get to Old Town. And this is the first time we've seen Old Town on this show. Old Town is supposed to be one of the prestigious, prettiest, beautiful cities in all of the world. And we see it. And it is. It does look. It looks great. Yeah. It actually kind of throws back to the lighthouse at Alexandria, which is one of the seven uh, wonders of the world, of the ancient world. It kind of looks like that. And then Sam gets to the register's office and they don't have <laughs> of his financial aid. They don't see his registration for the fall semester. Then he got that that dick that dick in the attendance office giving him static. Yeah, doesn't want to listen to your problems. Won't even look you in the eye. Mm-mm. All your references, they're all dead. Like, okay, well, we don't know this person. We don't know this person. Uh, you, uh, your legacy? No, we don't know your parents. Mm. Uh, you know, just kind of treating him bad. But at least they let him look at the library. You know, Sam loves books. Right. And Sam looks at the library and all of a sudden a reading rainbow grows in his pants. I mean, he's excited. He's looking like, oh, wow. All the time. What the hell is Gilly doing? Uh, in the lobby holding the baby. He's going to sit in the lobby while he reads all the books. And Sam, when he went to that library and saw those books, he had the same look on his face that Cersei had when uh, the the sep blew up. Yeah, just... They both look like they had an O. Ecstasy. Mm-hmm. Oh! Yeah, she's going to be out there for a while. Hopefully she can go find herself a Holiday Inn or something and lay down. We head to Winterfell and, and Davos is pissed off. He's mad about <laughs> Shireen. He's, he's pissed. He's throwing shit. And Melisandre... <laughs> I killed her. You know, she she admits to, hey, I was using the Lord's core math and I forgot to carry the one and I made a mistake. Gotta go, gotta go. I just, you know, that was her excuse. Why did you kill her? Uh, I was wrong. <laughs> Bitch. Gotta go, gotta go. Killed the little girl. Well, I was wrong. You know, the, the Lord, he's like, but everybody died. Davos was really hot. And I felt bad for John because John was like, yeah, you know, I want to do the justice thing because I'm a Stark. But she did bring me back to life. So right. I can't. 
I gotta give her, you know. So, so she gets. Not to mention, he's like, mm, we are gonna be fighting these magical zombie creature thingies, and she got magic, so it might come in handy. So I don't want to kill her. Yeah. So she gets sent out, and then Davos gets tough all of a sudden. Uh, I'll kill you if I see you again. Remember the last time you tried to kill her? Mm-hmm. She put some little spell on you and shit. Yeah. And she's looking at him like, you're not gonna do shit. Right. You ain't about that life. Mm-mm. It's like I can get my smoke monster take you out. Yeah, yeah. You already. Yeah, he, he saw the smoke monster. He better know better. Yeah. We go from that to Dorne, and we haven't been in Dorne since episode one of season six. Yeah, since the coup. Yes, and the ladies are just chilling, and it looks like Lady Olena, she's about to drop the Black album because she's pissed. You know, they killed my son, they killed my grandson, my granddaughter. Yep. I'm ready to get at Cersei's ass. And yep. She's about to drop that album, and, and you know the Sand Snakes want to drop a rhyme, and she's like, "No, nope, unplugs both of their mics. No, nope, you don't need to talk. Uh, you can't be on the album. Uh, you got anything? Uh, unplug her mic too. Mm-hmm. She shuts everybody down. People love her character. Oh yeah, people love her. I think she would have got slapped or stabbed a long time ago. I was just getting ready to say. That's the one thing I didn't like about that scene, that the the sand snakes, from what I know about them, what I've seen from them, I don't feel like they would have respected her like that. I feel like if she had, in their home, that they have taken over, they they run in this country now because they took it over, and she walking up in their house and going to tell them to sit down and shut the fuck up, I I don't feel like they would have just sat there and took that. I don't think they would have heard her because they need her, but I feel like they... They would have said some shit and would have popped off at the mouth. That's what I feel like. Because they, Cause they, cause they're generation Xers. They're young. You know, they they smart mouth. Millennials. Yeah, millennials. Exactly. They, yeah, exactly. Millennials. They, you know, they pop off at the mouth. They don't respect old people. Yeah, I think she would have got that whip. She, they'd have hit that. They'd have hit her with that whip. Shout out, y'all. Yep. I t- bitch, I old bitch. I tell you, look who you who ain't got something to say. Whoop! Talk to this whip. Whoop! <laughs> What's your name? Toby. <laughs> I was expecting them to do something. I was like, they gonna let her just talk greasy to them? Yep, that's what I was they, tripping they off are. of that. But she wants revenge. Yeah. And how's she gonna get it? Fire and blood. Because Varys is there. And Varys has always been a Targaryen supporter. He wants to put the Targaryens back on the throne. And he just got Dorne and he just got Highgarden. So Daenerys has got some allies coming in. Yeah. Which is going to be interesting because the North and the Vale are together. Yeah. Looks like Highgarden, looks like the Reach and Dorne are going to be together. Uh, the phrase, they ain't nobody. They ain't uh, nobody. And they even less of nobody now that uh, Arya Stark then came to town and cut smiles in the, in the in niggas' necks. Yeah, and the Baratheons, the Stormland, they're kind of all wiped out. So I'm just thinking, who does Cersei doesn't have any allies? No, she don't have any allies. She better call up the Night King and the one or two. <laughs> and call the, the Night King, hey man, we can work something out. And the one or two allies she got ain't ain't about shit. So yeah, she in trouble. Not to mention all her little uh, Casterly Lock, uh, Casterly Rock. Uh, army is depleted. Well, they actually have a big army. The the you know because they were in the Riverlands. They have a big army and they didn't really fight. Yeah, that's all she really has is Jamie and his army. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Then we see Daenerys and she's in Marine and she's ready to leave, but she's got to cut loose. You know, Dario. She basically tells him, "You're you're a cookout kind of boyfriend, but I'm getting ready to go to a banquet and you're just not going to fit in there." You know, they don't play dominoes at the banquet. You got to wear, like, real shoes. You're like a <laughs> flip-flop guy. <laughs> and he's kind of sad. He's like, you know, what what am I doing, you know? He's After all, I hit dragon booty, what, what do I hit? He's, he's, all ba- I hit? he's all begging. He put on some Teddy Pendergrass. Think I better let it go. <laughs> <laughs> like a little TKO. <laughs> I mean, he, he sucked it up like a man, though. He sucked it up like a man. But I understand. I mean, I understand. Where do you go from that? 
Right. He said it. He said it. I like Michael Jordan's wife. Where does she, who does she date after you divorce Michael Jordan? I don't know. Well, what is there after Dragon Pussy? I don't think there's much. Like, yeah, like the unburnt. Come on, man. <laughs> I think no matter what, what you get, no, no syphilis, no, the unburnt. This is phenomenal. <laughs> then she gives Daenerys. Oh, no, Daenerys gives Tyrion the hands of the queen. And he seems to be honored and, and happy. And I'm thinking, Tyrion, look at the history. These people all die. The hand, the hand don't live very long. That's a dangerous job. <laughs> That's true. Since we've been following the show, the hands My don't. Friend opens the series dead. Yeah. You know, Tywin was handed to the king for a long time. Dead. Yeah. You know, Kevin just got killed. He was dead. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget about Ned Stark. Dead. <laughs> I'd have been like, look, look, I'll roll with you, but I don't want that job. <laughs> Can I roll with you? <sighs> then we're back at the phrase and my man wants to get an extra piece of cake. He's like, where are my sons at? Where's the cake at? Well, they're here, my lord. Well, I, I don't, what, do I need my glasses? Where, where are they at? Well, they're right here in front of you. And I'd have been like, look, you, you're a little weird bitch, man. You need to get a body. <laughs> Nobody here. You know, you offering me this deep dish pizza and shit. I'm looking for my sons. And she opened the pie up. And is that a finger in there? <laughs> <laughs> fingernail what was that some body part i thought it was candy corn i was like oh shit <laughs> go in niggas october <laughs> and I realized that aria aria took enough classes to be able to write up a business plan and start her own like little company even though she dropped out right i know some people so she takes off the face i'm like oh you you didn't you didn't finish the class but you took about 12 weeks of the class enough enough to get started yeah and she hits him with the scorpion harpoon get over here because <laughs> he tried to run after yeah. all that about how he was a badass he tried to run yep he sure did she cut that through just like her, his, his son cut Catelyn Stark's throat mm-hmm and Arya's kind of evil, very evil, killing people. Like every seems like every season now, the end of the season, she knocks somebody off her list. Right. She's gonna have to uh, pick up the pace a little bit, though. She's gonna go run through that list for this. The show is over. Who else is on her list? <coughs> uh, the Hound. Kind of sort of on there. Is it? Is the Mountain on there? The mountain might be on there. Joffrey was on there. Cersei was on there. Uh, Sir Marin Trant was on there. She already killed him. Right. Walter Frey. Yeah. I mean, her list is getting smaller. I mean, she doesn't have a lot of people left on. I think list. Jamie might be on there. No, Jamie was captured by her mother when she started doing the list. Oh, uh, okay. Jamie wasn't even there when her father got killed. She don't have a problem with Jamie. I thought she put all the Lannisters on there just because. As she's a Stark. Oh, Ty- Tywin Lannister was on there. He was on yeah. there. Yeah. Man. So, Arya, yeah, she don't need but maybe three more episodes to really knock her list down. Yeah. And she's kind of an interesting character. She's really not a hero or a villain. I think she's kind of a hero. I think most people see her as a hero. Really? An assassin? Yeah. Well, because she's a moral assassin. Think about it. She almost got kicked out the faces, faceless men because she wouldn't kill uh, a lady, um, uh, Lady Crane, just because for no, you know, for no reason. Lady just Crane because, needed to die. Well, okay, that, that's your opinion, <laughs> and obviously the opinion of that actress that hired the faceless men. But Arya was like, "Fuck that! This nothing wrong with this lady. I'm not killing her just because some little jealous bitch paid to have her killed. I'm not about that life." And really. So, because really everybody could say they're justified in their actions so yeah so I mean I think most people see Arya as as a heroic character 
Okay, I just see her in the middle because I don't know if I like her or dislike her. You know, I I know her story, but I can't tell. Ah, I like her. You probably don't like her just because she's not evil enough. You like evil people. She ain't evil enough. See, that's the thing. All the stuff she's doing, she kind of has. It's 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 not evil because she's kind of it's like righteous justice or you know vengeance. So it's it's not really you can't really consider her evil. Perspective because that's like saying. When we bombed Fallujah, it wasn't evil. To a motherfucker in Fallujah, it was. Well, that, that's Fallujah, it was. That's kind of different though, because then you got you got uh, you got collateral damage. We're talking about the individual here. We're not talking about. She's not like Cersei. She ain't taking out a whole church full of innocent people who just happen to be there to see the trial. Cersei said all those motherfuckers were laughing at her. Ain't nobody innocent. <laughs> So I mean, Arya is totally to see. Look at look at how you defend the evil person and then the good person <laughs> you want to crucify. No, I'm just saying I'm kind of <laughs> if I don't know, I don't really know where she is. I like my evil people evil or my good people like cornball good. Yeah, but see, that's the more interesting characters are the people, and the more realistic people are the more round characters that are a little evil, a little good. Like Jamie, you know, Jamie's not no, uh, an angel. The ambiguous characters. Yeah, the, the the extremes are the more cartoonish, the more you know uh, stereotypical caricatures. But the the real round, the real full characters, those are the ones that that have some flaws and some you know they got some of that good and some of that bad in them. Like Theon, I think it'd be great if uh, like Arya. Theon. Theon's another one. Theon, uh, uh, you know, would be, would be a great would be great for the series because it would really mess some people up. I don't think any of the deaths on this episode messed anybody up. No, not really. I mean, I don't know. A lot of people didn't want to see Marjorie dead. A lot of people were hurt about Marjorie, and a lot of people cared about Tommen too. Not us, but a lot like a lot of the women because they still see Tommen as a little boy, as a baby. Tommen is a failure of motherhood. So, so anytime you know a, a young Tommen's so young, the women they see him as a baby, and especially a, especially the mothers. So they he, see they see you know like a, a basically like throwing a three year old out the window or something. Is how they saw that scene. The problem with Tommen is Cersei should have sent him to live on the Iron Islands. As a ten-year-old, to toughen his ass up, <laughs> Andy Kingsland, he'd be like, "Look, I'm not about, I'm not about this bullshit. We about to pay the iron price up in here." <laughs> There'd been no sparrows, and all of that would have been gone. He'd have got a little, little tough love, masculine love on the Iron Islands. You just want to coddle him all day, so now you have it. Let him play with cats. <clears throat> yeah. Damn cats, little finger. Find Sansa by a tree, and he figures this is this is my moment. I'm about to get that. <laughs> Come holler at her. She looked like her mama. You know, I never got her mama. I banged her, her aunt, but I'm gonna get that. Let me go up under that tree. Yo, what up, girl? What do you want? I want the Iron Throne. What else? I want you to sit next to me, girl. Yeah, I'm I'm little finger, but the other finger's bigger. <laughs> then he goes for the kiss, but Sansa goes, Nate dog. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Pump those brakes, fool. Break yourself. He kind of felt stupid. You know when you you think you you think you set everything up just right and you think you about to knock it down and it doesn't happen, and you kind of had that damn. You kind of had that that feeling <laughs> like, man, I got played. He kind of looked like, damn. She was like, that's a nice little dream. But what's interesting is we finally now everybody's kind of suspected that's what Littlefinger wants. But she finally got him to admit it. He, you know, he admitted it. Yeah, but that's the thing is he wants that, but he don't want that that much. You know what I mean? Because he had he he if he really wanted her, he could have made a play for her before he handed her off to Ramsey Bolton and he probably and she probably would have been fine with it. No, I don't think he really wants her. I think what he really wants is the north was the iron throne. Remember right. when right. at the chair and there said, "Do you visualize yourself up there?" Yeah. And I was thinking, does he really want that? He really wants to be I thought I didn't think that was really his end game. He really wants to be the king. Yeah, he said so. That's what he wants. 
I was surprised at that. I was like, really? I thought maybe you just wanted some land and some money. And that's the reason why he didn't make a play for her before, because she didn't have the North, so she was kind of useless to him. But he thought she'd be better off if he gave her off to Ramsey and made it connect that way. And he and, and they would hit it off, and she got the North to Ramsey. Right, but then that that uh, that fell through, and now she's got the North, and he's like, hmm, she's looking kind of good. Ramsey said it was nice. I think I might want to. I'm like, hmm, he might. He's like, I got the veil. Now, Mary Sands, that give me the North. Already got Heron Hall in and, the Riverlands. And the last time the Vale and the North united, they took King's Landing. So yep. we could do that again. And that's going to get me closer to the Iron Throne. And that's really what he wants. Sansa's just like a, you know, happy byproduct of that. But that's really what he wants. He well, Sansa's want- much smarter now. I don't think she believes in the bullshit anymore. Nah, she... she he- gas her up anymore if 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 Sansa has learned nothing this last six years the one thing I know that she has learned is that you cannot trust Littlefinger <laughs> you really trust a lot of men either based on her experience I think she thinks all men are a little you know a little questionable I don't I don't know if she thinks it's just men I think she thinks people yeah I think she thinks people because I mean you know her, her own aunt was giving her grief, you know, Cersei giving her grief, you know, Marjorie was nice to her. That's the only person other than her mother and Tyrion. Tyrion, Marjorie, and her mother, the only <laughs> Okay, outside of her family, uh Tyrion and Marjorie are the only ones that showed her any kindness really. And yeah. uh even Shay showed her a little kindness even though she ended up uh stabbing her in the back later on. I forgot about Shay. Well let me tell you this. Uncle Benjamin is a dick. <laughs> Everybody's talking about that. Uncle Benjamin gets them to the wall, says, oh, get off my fucking horse. Get your ass on the ground. Hey, you get off my horse. Bye, bitches. Benjamin's not a dick. He can't. He, he got he took him as far as he could. He can't cross the wall. It's magic. And he's hey, he's dead. He, can't he give them his horse and find another? No. He dead. He dead. He just walk out there and get another horse. No, he can't. He needs his horse. He needs his horse to fight. He's going to go fight. He he's got work to do too, just like everybody else. How are they supposed to get to the wall? She that's they. That's their problem. Sound like a personal problem to me. I, I, she can't carry him. He can't walk. Sound like a personal problem to me. You're just gonna log on to the wherewood.net and look at porn all day. Just touch the tree. Hey, I was gonna say he dropped him off in front of a tree. Yeah, at least he got something to watch. At least he got Netflix. <laughs> there you go. And speaking of Netflix, he decides to log on and and finish the the story that he started <laughs> with the Three Eye Raven earlier. See what his dad is doing in the Tower of Joy. And a a popular twenty year old fan theory is finally confirmed. Finally, finally Leon confirmed. The building. She's in a bed of blood, a birth bed, and there's a baby. She says to Ned. You got to promise me, because if Robert finds out, he'll he'll kill him. You know, she says that. Then she says his name is and the sound goes off. Now, I watch this three times. I keep turning it up. They turned the sound off. But but if you ask me, if you look at what her mouth says, it looks like she says his name is Jaharis Targaryen. Why is that significant? Jaharis is would be John's great-grandfather who was one of the Targaryen kings that was considered pretty good. Hmm, okay. And the first to really know about the prophecy of the prince that was born. Interesting. And it's kind of cool because now it proves that Ned was honorable. He didn't cheat on his wife. He didn't cheat on his wife and he kept, he took that fucking secret to the grave. But there's one other person that knows the secret who is still alive. Besides Bran? Besides Bran. Still alive. Hmm. Still alive. And the funny thing is you mentioned Bran. The person that Bran is with is related to this person. Oh. Uh, Alden the Reed? Yep. He. Those are the only two that lived through the fight. Howland Reed is just outside of the tower. 
Yeah. Side licking his wounds. So Ned's going to come out there with a baby and Holland's going to be like, what the hell? Right. He knows. He probably didn't tell him shit, but he knows. Right. He's like, that's your sister's baby. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So, so what we find out, and everybody's kind of speculated this, and there's been plenty of hints in the books and the TV show. There was one scene in season four when um, Maester Aemon at the wall said, a Targaryen all alone in the world is a terrible thing, and it immediately showed John. Yeah. It's been lots of hints. Lots of hints. So John is basically a Targaryen because he gets his father's name, and he's the nephew of Daenerys. R plus L equals J. Yes, and I think based on Targaryen history, Targaryens always married their kin. John and Daenerys married would be perfect. It would be the Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. But that's going forward. After we see the baby, it's interesting to see that John, even as an infant, looked constipated and sad as he looks. Because <laughs> they immediately go to him. And they're in the north where they're talking to free folk, don't like the people from the Vale, and the Vale don't like the northerners. And John's like, Where were all of you bitches when I was getting dunked on by the Ramsey and the Boltons and the Car Starks? <laughs> like, I, they was just taking me to the rim. What none of y'all had my back. <laughs> but Liana Mormont, who's named after Liana Stark, mm-hmm. step up, you know, and and clap back on everybody. She's like, all you bitches was hitting decline on your phone when we called. Yep. You decline. You was hitting decline. You was hitting decline. But Bitch I wasn't, because the North remembers. The Mormonts remember. And even though Jorah's turning into Ben Grimm back east, I remember. Bear Island in this bitch. That's the king in the North. Jon Snow. I don't care if he's a bastard. And all those guys just felt like shit. Like this little girl talking a lot of shit. But it's the but truth. John becomes the king of the north, like his brother. King well, of the north. Brother, like his cousin, Rob. Yeah, yeah, it's his cousin, brother. Brother, cousin. Which didn't end up too well for him, but hopefully it works out better for John. Yes. Now, did you notice Littlefinger? He was in the back looking like Morris Day when Prince was singing The Beautiful Ones. Yeah, he had, some, he had a stank face on. Looking a little salty. Yeah, he was looking very salty. He went, and Sansa peeped that. She was like, mm-hmm. I'm to deal with this fool. He's, he's not happy. Yeah. Now he can't he can't get the North from John. Nope. He, from me. He can't get it from John. Mm-mm. And the Northerners are, are the, they're descendants of the first men. So they're different culturally than the Andals. Yes. You know, they're really not going to let a woman lead them. Right. A little more old school barbarian. They're a little more traditional, you know. The Andals, you know, are they're more a little more liberated. They could have a queen. Yeah. But Sansa basically won that war, and nobody said shit about her. None of the first men. Oh, we'll we'll follow Sansa. No, we're not gonna follow. No, John, bastard. We'll follow him. Yeah, yeah, bastard. Yeah, we'll follow the bastard. That's <laughs> what it was like. She was kind of looking like, damn. I don't even get a couple votes. Maybe two or three. Hell no. Nah. And they leave there, and we see Jamie is on his way to King's Landing. And it's still burning like a stripper from a Cincinnati strip club. I mean, it's still on fire. And Jamie's looking like, what the hell? Like, they don't know what's going on. I guess they didn't get a raven. And they go straight to the throne room. Mm-hmm. And to Jamie's horror. It looks like Darth Vader is walking into the room. But it's his sister. And everybody in that room looked like they were threatened. Like, be there or your family dies. Nobody was clapping. Nobody was smiling. Nope. The only person that was happy was your boy Kyber. Kyber was real happy. Yeah, Gargamel was happy. Gargamel was happy as shit. He had a nice little smile on his face. He's like, hey. Gargamel was like, we're moving on up. <laughs> he was like, you Fish know. don't fry in the kitchen. <laughs> Cersei Lannister. <laughs> and why is she? I thought she was Cersei Baratheon. That's. 
please don't get me started on that. This this whole show I've been tripping off of that. Maybe when when he died, she took her regular name back. <laughs> How's she gonna take her regular name back when all her children are supposed to be Baratheon too, and that's who the crown is supposed to be passed down to, heir to the throne. You can't take your ain't no. Wouldn't, that's the it's ridiculous, but whatever. I'm not tripping it, on it. It is continuity issues, but that's that's thing. And Jamie's kind of looking at his sister, and I don't know if he looks scared or worried or or disappointed. But I know he's thinking, I prevented one madman from burning down this place just to replace him with my sister. And this is fucked up. I don't know what to do. And she looked at him like, don't say shit. <laughs> don't say shit. She was like, bitch, I cut off your other hand. <laughs> <laughs> But it looks like her reign is going to be short because immediately after that, we see that the Dothraki have got on the boats. The Unsullied have got on the boats. They have some fast stitchers over there. Did you did you notice who what other ships were with them? It was the who else? The Ironborn ships and the Tyrells and the Martells. Were those boats with them? Yep. Oh, so they kind of time jumped. Yeah, they they exactly. They they uh we couldn't tell by the way the show showed it, but yeah, there was a lot of passage of time in between that Please. that last scene in the in in the next scene. And of course, she has the air force with her navy, you know, the three dragons are flying above, so I can't see her in the throne for long. She she can't fight off that army. Nope, because okay, not only does she have, you know, 10,000 Unsullied and 100,000 Dothraki and three dragons. Not only does she have that, she now has also the Tyrells and the Martells in the south. Then she's got the whole north. So she's got the south and the north and all her humongous army that she's bringing with her. Ain't nothing left but the middle. They gonna get they're going to get fucked up. It's yeah, like, well, I, don't know. I think the North is going to stay out of it there. John is really worried about the white walkers, but I think, you know, everything below the neck, which is basically the bottom of the North is going to be involved in, in that King landing. And she has no allies except for the Western lands. That's true. That, that may happen. It may happen simultaneously. Um, that's true. I didn't think about that. They, the North might be busy fighting, the White Walkers. Historically, the North doesn't care about the South. And I was going to say, the South better hope that that's, uh, they better hope that that's what's going on because they already going to have their hands full anyway. But I was thinking that Khaleesi might um, go to the North first, help them knock out the White Walkers, and then they all march on King's Landing afterwards. Well, she's got to find out about the White Walkers. Nobody talks about the White Walkers, but the Night's Watch. Right. Nobody. Yeah. Nope. They don't even believe it. Yeah. So the White Walkers have got to come. That's true, but it, it, it won't take hard. It, it won't take much for her to find out. I mean, you know, uh, Tyrion knows a little bit. Um, he don't believe the White Walkers exist either. Uh, well, uh, Varys don't believe either. None of them. Like Shit. the White Walkers got to end up in King's Landing. They're going to believe in a minute. Yeah, they got to go to Old Town and destroy the library. They got to do something where somebody's like, really? And then everybody will focus on them. Yeah, it's very interesting to, to it's going to be very interesting to see how this shakes out because I'm, I'm curious how it's going to play out. But something, something. something's going to. You got 42 weeks to wait. <laughs> 42 weeks. Yeah, no shit. But. Yeah, no. Bowl, a new world series the yes. NBA playoffs will have begun before Cer- you find out Cersei better be glad that the uh, the White Walkers are ready to to, to uh, march on uh, Westeros because if they didn't have that threat to take care of as well because I think that's the only thing that's going to make because I still don't see Cersei having like hardly any of any chance like that, that's that's the yeah. only thing. That's the only thing that can give her to make it like not a, just a slaughter, just a, a just a total slaughter. Is the fact that uh, the White Walkers are going to take a whole bunch of attention. 
she has no allies. And uh, Lady Olena told her that before. And she still, you took the throne, but you you can't keep it without friends. Right. Right. She has no allies. Nope. Blew them all to hell. I'm surprised, too, that um, I have to give her a little bit of credit for her. Because that's like the best plan she's ever carried out. I just knew that it was going to backfire like all her other plans and like the whole King's Landing was going to explode because of it. It made King's Landing weak because she lost the army of the Reach that was kind of protecting them. It saved them from the Blackwater. It it will. That's true. Who helped Tywin win the Blackwater? It was... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. And then she also, you know, Lady Olenna's pissed off at her, obviously, because she killed her whole family tree, basically, so... So yeah, but I, it still turned out better than I for the for you know it's, it's going to have some some repercussions and some bad ones. So it was a checker move. So, it was like I'll jump you and take your piece. It was not a chess move. No, no. But that's that's Cersei though. She doesn't play chess. She thinks she plays chess, but she's actually playing checkers. Forty-two weeks until the next episode episode 10 the winds of winter and i think the book the winds of winter is supposed to be out in october so that should be interesting. <laughs> hopefully hopefully they've already the show writers have already got the book so they can start this new season on the right path <laughs> without having to guess but what is your quote for the week for episode 10 oh wow um my quote for the week is um, dang, there was a few of them. Um, I like the one that uh, when Tyrion says that only uh, what did he say? Only madmen like your father are not worried about or not afraid of uh, what did he say? You know which one I'm talking about, right? Unafraid. Are unafraid or something like that. He was actually paranoid, but that's a whole nother story. Yeah, because he, he was cuckoo. He was mad. Definitely from your boy Gargamel, aka Kyburn. <laughs> but sometimes before we can usher in the new, oh, the old, put to rest. Yeah, that was a good one too. That's a good one. There's a lot of good ones. There's always a lot of good ones. What about your kill? What's your kill of the week? I'm going to say my kill of the week is definitely got to be um, Tommen. Really? Okay. That's a good one. That's I a mean, good one. just had no hesitation. Yeah, that was that was that was a great suicide right there. That was that was a good scene. The, the way that scene was shot and everything and the way he like came in the frame and then took off his crown and then left the frame and just came in like it went straight through the window like that was that was pretty like the way it was shot and everything it was pretty dope like I don't have no bitches no more I'm out right right it's like this pussy rehab ain't getting it like my cat don't want to give it up I'm out (laughs) well I am going to have to go with Cersei and the roof the roof, the roof is on fire. We don't need no water. Let the wildfire burn. Burn wildfire. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That was one of the best explosions I've ever seen on television. With the, just the, just the look of the wildfire is just I could, I could just watch them blow shit up all day with that. I just really like the way that shit looks when it's it just looks so cool it's basically napalm yeah yeah it, it reminds me of uh, remember in the old days on what was the Nickelodeon the kids used to get slimed and they used to slime each other <laughs> I didn't store it back in the day buy slime yeah it kind of reminds me of some hot slime <laughs> alright well I guess that is it. That is the end of season six of Game of Thrones. Two weeks. 42 weeks. 
But you guys may not have to wait that long before you hear from us. You look like we might do a wrap up season, uh, a wrap up show next week, and even after that, we might have some specials for you. So be on the lookout. Yeah, we're, we're gonna do some uh, house breakdowns. We're gonna break down some houses. Yeah, we're gonna do that. So, uh, all right. So till next time, I'm Dino Red, King Dino Red, King of the North. And I'm Lord Latone, the Black Baratheon. We're coming back to get our crown, to get our throne. See you next time. All men must die. <laughs>